When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Fright School. Are you ready? Class is in session. Welcome back to another exciting edition of Fright School. Hello, Joe. Hello, Joshua. How are you doing, Joe? Oh, I'm fantastic. I have my blanket. I have my lovely wrap. You do. I got it. We got it all chilly in here. I know. You yeah. made it. It's like a... You like, I know you like to keep your house like a morgue. So, right. You know, <laughs> that is true. Like to keep it nice and cool. in here. Jesus. Well, yeah. And we have an extra body in the studio today. Ms. Ashley, our special <laughs> guest lecturer. Hello, Ashley. Hello. Thank you guys for having me. I'm so excited about this. Yay! We're really so excited, excited to have you here. We're excited <laughs> to have you too. So, catch up. Anything uh, exciting going on? No, just getting ready. Just getting ready for Halloween. Halloween. Oh, yes. 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 I've been planning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What kind of planning? Um, every year, I t- I like to do a crazy makeup and costume, mm-hmm. and I have my ideas. And I've also enlisted a designer this year. Oh, cool. <gasps> oh. So I'm really excited. Are you? Do you want to say, or do you want to keep it secret? I will. I will keep it a secret, but I will say the last two years have been along the same theme. So if you're friends with me, and you look back at my last two years' costumes, you might be able to like get in the right realm. Okay, all right, right. right. that is cool. Makes me want to go back and look now because I remember some of the things that you've done, and you also do some. I know that you do like to do some really cool stuff with your hair too. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited. Oh, that is exciting. Get excited. Yeah. yeah. Really cool. <laughs> I know. I love it. I um, love that you say you, so you got a designer this year. Um, yeah. Just collaborating with uh, one of my friends, Rafa. He is, I love the, his work already. And so I sent him some inspiration pics and was, he was like, oh my God, we're doing this Friday. Come over. We're going to pull fabric and everything. Like, oh, oh. Cool. so is he exclusively, he does like costume design, like in like local mm-hmm. theater stuff or is he fashion? No, is he, he's just freelance, just freelance yeah, makes just projects. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Oh, that's oh, exciting. That's that. Well, it's just funny. Cause it parallels, um, you know, for Gorefest this year, we're outsourcing some of the work to my friend, Brian, who's going to come in, you know, Brian, mm-hmm. I think from, um, um, American Horror Story Nights and other like parties around here. Yeah. He's going to do a bunch of lighting setups and you know just stuff we've never really done before. So that's just interesting that we're both we're outsourcing some out. of our our Halloween stuff. We're this taking year. it to another level. <laughs> yes, yes. I that's definitely, cool. I definitely need some help because I don't know what I want to do for Halloween. I mentioned in an earlier show that I host trivia, and on uh, this year on the night that I host trivia, that happens to be Halloween as well. Yeah. And I kind of want to do. I want to do something fun, but I also just don't know what I like. Mm. I, I don't know. It doesn't have to be like the theme is not tr- trivia by any means. Is so your trivia be, night going to be like Halloween? It will theme be Halloween trivia. theme. Okay. 
And so I thought about like, I thought about doing something like scary, like to scare people. Mm -hmm. I also thought about doing something fun and queer because (laughs) I'm fun and queer. You can be scary and queer. I could be scary and queer. I did see (laughs) one of the... already scary and queer. One one of the, uh, one of the gay Broadway actors that I follow on Instagram, Mm -hmm. because you know, that's my brand. Mm -hmm. Um, He did for Halloween last year, he was um, Henny Wise... (laughs) <laughs> so he was he was an he was um uh they did his makeup and he had like this red like frizzy wig and it was very like haute couture pennywise but the new pennywise oh yeah i was like, gonna ask okay. oh and then like it was this like white kind of like chiffon very flowy outfit and there was this picture of him doing like ah uh, like <laughs> yes it's like hennywise so he was hennywise the clown i yes. thought oh that could be fun could be dragged. It could be fun. It could be fun. I could go as Georgie because, you know, I, I have like a raincoat and I could get like a red, <laughs> I can get some red balloons and stuff. That'd yeah. Be good. yeah. And we can rip your arm off. I was and, just going to say, we know. can amputate you. Like, <laughs> yes. Which, we can, which or good, our subject of today's uh, exactly. episode. Yes, call <laughs> we, American we Mary. Call her yes, up. <laughs> like, Mary, what's going on? <laughs> oh, man. Um, that actually would be fun. If you did Georgie, that'd be kind of cool, you know? I, 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 with, I, a little, with a little rain... Uh, boat, little sailboat. Yeah, little sailboat. Yeah. That could be fun. Uh, I just like really, I feel like I have like several Halloween costumes I'm going to have because mm-hmm. I'm going to have the one for work yeah. and then I have the one, at, <laughs> then the one for trivia. Oh yeah. Um, it always turns into like a week long. Right? And, oh yeah. Yeah. Usually for mine, it's like I have to, for my main one, it takes several hours of prep work that I can't do that, you know, at four o'clock in the morning before work. Yeah. So yeah. Like, you know, my tone down work one and then maybe a one to go out with family members who have kids mm-hmm. to the, there. To the uh, like yeah. trick-or-treating that's not so um you know revealing right. yes right <laughs> so you scary. have you have or like scary, a work appropriate yeah. one yeah. a family friendly one mm-hmm. and then one for just the girl <laughs> do you do them all in the same theme or do you have or, or do you um, end up having to have different costumes usually i don't know i guess it's been a mix of both one oh, okay. year i did do like a toned down Medusa and then a scary Medusa. Um, but then I've also done like last year what my actual real costume was a little bit too scary and gory. Um, I was kind of a demon thing. Um, Ooh, <laughs> and, um so that. for work, I just did like a weird voodoo witchy, just put on all my normal jewelry at yeah. the same time. <laughs> just wear all like I'm Misty Day from yeah, exactly <laughs> from very, American very Misty Day inspired last year at work. Um, but I got a lot of compliments on that too. Oh, Not very to cool. just toot my own horn, but I love Halloween. No, yeah, no, absolutely. That's, I wish I company. could do more, but you know, I mean, I work in a psychiatric clinic, so we mm-hmm. we have to be careful. So we end up, you kind of, it's like Halloween, like bounding or something. Is mm-hmm. that with the Disney bounding yeah. thing? You know, so mm-hmm. it's like you j- just, just wear touches. like a shirt with you know something <laughs> on it. Or last You're, year, that's what I did. I had a black and white, um, like skeleton mm-hmm. kind of thing that we found. It's like, this Hot is Topic my costume. You're like hinting towards your costume. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't do too much. You may be little cat ears or something, yeah. you know, some of the girls. We were talking, what were we talking about doing this year? Oh, we were talking about doing a Disney villain thing. Yes. Um, all of us, mm-hmm. or doing like a superhero thing, but we'll see. I think Disney yeah. villain. Trying to coordinate. Who would you be? 
I, I mean, I would probably try to get a bunch of Ursula stuff. <laughs> do like a man Ursula oh. kind of thing. Yes, a yeah. Ursula. A Ursula. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really like her. Because so, somebody had already called Maleficent because I thought it'd be cool to like do the horns, mm. you know. I'm not interested in any of the male Disney villains. So. No, and I also boring. don't know a lot of them. No so. Hades. You could do a good Hades. Oh, you know, actually, that'd be good. And he yeah. gets to wear like a long, comfortable toga robe scar. thing. I could just a moo moo. Yes. <laughs> I could just hang on a black moo moo. You have the hair. I love and, it. You have the hair for scar true oh, yeah yes. you know scar. your mane. that could be fun too but i don't know we'll see what? so i love it i love it and i like mm-hmm. for me like halloween always really starts because um uh, uh shoot it just left my brain not scary farm yes starts like september 20th mm-hmm. so as far as i'm concerned like halloween season's on late september it's on no, as you soon know as and it goes until november halloween stores that's halloween <laughs> right. season yeah. true yeah <laughs> yeah and then it goes all the way until like we have to you know do thanksgiving so christmas it's comes actually on, yeah. you know. we don't have to do no it's true any other halloween right. <laughs> or holiday <laughs> no i agree i agree and you see i mean our christmas tree we keep it you know dark and gothic so mm-hmm. oh yes <laughs> Your Christmas it's gonna be is it's gonna be the same this year, you know. Yeah, so we just celebrate, you know. Once it gets here, just keep it creepy through the whole winter. <laughs> keep it creepy. I love it. Hashtag <laughs> keep it creepy. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, so that's exciting. Everybody, you know, getting all geared up for Halloween. So Yay. excited. All righty. So uh, as mentioned earlier, we are going to, uh, you know, what do I want to say? cut in what are we doing here rip open (laughs) (laughs) into uh vivisect 2012's uh canadian horror film american mary that is the that's the subject of today's episode of today's uh fright school lecture uh but first which you chose you wanted to talk about it i did ashley uh very exciting but first we do want to uh talk like we do with all of our our guests on the show you know um if you can remember the very first horror film you ever saw Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll start with that. Um, I was trying to think. It's probably either The Shining or It. The, yeah, the original, the, the original miniseries. Yeah, and I, I know that my sister sat me down and like made me watch them. Um, wow. Probably because, yeah, I was, I, was pr- I don't even know, younger than 10. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and my sister is quite a bit, she's six and a half years older than me. Um, so I was like, I think she had some friends over. And I wanted to hang out with them, and I was too young to, like, actually acceptably be hanging out with them. So they decided to, like, torture me with some really scary film. Um, And I'm... Especially two where, like, it doesn't end well for the kids. (laughs) (laughs) Like, not not good things are happening to the the kids that are happening. Yeah, Yeah. like your fun Friday the 13th kind of thing. Uh, Real quick, you Mm -hmm. have one sister, or...? Yeah, I have an older sister and an older brother. Okay, so but you're the youngest. I'm the baby. Okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, baby. Um, and so her friends like to also just torture me, and they mm. got a lot of joy out of scaring the crap out of me. But I look. I mean, I th- think I turned out okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not, now I'm obsessed with horror it's movies. Like, there we it's go. Her fault. So we blame her. We, yeah, we can We've blame been, my, or, my sister. Or we Shout thank out her. to Melissa for making me watch those movies. Um, Thanks, Melissa. <laughs> I love it. Did yeah. you, um, so you saw those as a kid and mm-hmm. then they left like deep impression or do you, do you remember like, did you? Yeah. I'm, if I can remember which one was first, then it would mean a lot more, but definitely remember it uh, afterwards. She did the same thing for both of these movies, like in just different weekends of sleepovers. Okay. Um, so I can't remember which came first, but it was 
Uh, I couldn't go to the bathroom alone for a long time after that, just because of that bloody bathroom scene. Um, and they thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I was like, what do you want to watch next? And I was like, now that you mention it, I actually really enjoy this feeling of not wanting to be alone ever again. Um, <laughs> Um, me too ashley yeah hashtag hashtag grinder oh lord Uh, fake news i'm not on grinder fake news news. um yeah so ever since then i just i kept seeking out more and more horror turns out to be the only genre that i don't fall asleep watching if any of my friends can attest to like hey let's have a movie night and they put on like some romantic comedy or a dumb, you know, dick and cock yeah. humor. Dick and cock humor. <laughs> I will fall asleep immediately, like within the first ten minutes, and they hate me for that. But I'm like, put on a scary movie, and like, I'm I'm all about it. Let's yeah. go Engaged, all night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, how, does that hurt your, your recent coming I, out as a rom-com I know. Queen? I, mm-hmm. I, I like had the face of like, <gasps> rom-com? You don't stay awake during a rom-com? No. <laughs> Absolutely the not. The bright pop soundtrack, you know? <laughs> totally I see! And <laughs> just in the background. In a second. Just <laughs> yeah, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> and I'm like self-admitted about that too. I'm like, yeah, you can put that on if you really want to watch it. But like, I'm not going to be like stick around for much longer. I'll be here physically, but like. Yeah, I'm gonna fall asleep. Gonna, gonna fall asleep. Gonna check out. Yeah, <laughs> I'll like wake up halfway through. This movie sucks, and like fall back asleep. Fall back asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Put on something else. Yeah. <laughs> Put on Nightmare on Elm Street. That's awesome. I did actually do that like last weekend when my friends wanted to watch that movie Tag. Oh Lord, no, yeah. yes, uh huh. Um, yeah, I couldn't tell you what it's about because <laughs> I fell asleep. <laughs> I feel like I saw like the previews for that. It's like a forty-year game of tag or some mm-hmm. nonsense, something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Based yeah. on a true story, right? Yeah, I saw the preview in the theater for something. I think we that's the. I was like, nope, pass. That's Hard a pass. film Hard that, uh, pass, yeah. that falls into the genre of like dick and cock humor mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, and I, I don't yeah. know. There was a lot of males in it, so I was like, I'm probably not going to see that. But <laughs> 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 for nobody getting murdered, you know. I was listening so. to. Um, I was no, I was not listening. I was at a podcast uh, taping. And one of the one of the guests on the show said, you know, tag, you know, it's like uh, tag is a movie that's about like four, four uh, like five cis het white males. That doesn't sound like a like fun time. That sounds like a threat. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like yes. Oh man. Oh. Cheers from the audience all around. Uh-huh. Wow. So the the next question we have is, mm-hmm. um, what is the first horror film that you knew was a horror film and you actively sought out, like I'm going to go to the theater or I'm going to like rent it or what's the horror film that you're fully aware is one that you went to, you wanted to see. Um, it was probably scream. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I remember, uh, a sleepover at one of my friend's house for a birthday party or something. Um, they were like, Oh yeah, we rented Selena and Scream, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, I wanted, I want to watch Scream." <laughs> and everybody was like, "But Selena!" I'm like, "Okay." I want everyone to watch that first, and then like when half the girls fell asleep, then uh-huh. like four of us stayed up and we we're really excited to watch Scream. So, oh, that's cool. so oh, wow. good. 
Um, I do love Selena though, but that's a whole other, that's a whole other podcast. That's like real life horror. Right. Yeah. Um, Jennifer Lopez just gives such a wonderful, you know. What if we did, okay guys, hear me out. What if we did like a crossover with Selena and Scream? Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> just have a movie, recreate this, yeah, this movie nice night. Movie. Yeah. Exactly. But like, though the movie is like a crossover between Selena and Scream. Oh, so okay. It's like, so it's, like, it's like, do you like scary movies? Like, you know. <laughs> No. It's What's Yolanda. That? Like, she was my friend. Oh, man. Yeah. This is. Sorry. This hmm. is. This is Somebody should edit the trailers together and make this happen. Uh, <laughs> Internet. Make it happen. Uh, so, Scream came out. What was that? 96? 96. 96. Um, how old were you then? Um... If you want to reveal your age. You don't have to reveal your age. A lady never tells. A lady never tells. I was in uh, el- elementary school. There. Okay. That's yeah. that's good enough. That's all you're getting, Joshua. No, that's fine. I, you know, I'm just, I'm, it's always interesting to me, like, you know, the ages we are and, you know, mm-hmm. sort of, when, you know, where we're at um, with when it comes to horror. Mm-hmm. So I was just curious. Um, okay. So, yeah, that's about where I was when, when I first saw it, which, I mean, I love Scream. But, I mean, yeah. I had been watching like horror movies mm-hmm. for so well, yeah. long. Not yeah. long before that was my, you know, exposure mm-hmm. from my sister. And oddly enough, she can't do scary movies anymore at all. Really? Whatsoever. No, yeah. Does, hmm. does she have children? No. Okay. Hmm. Usually some people, usually when they get children, they're like, I don't want to. Uh, yeah, I don't know where it changed in her because her and I used to like seek out the scary movies and like collect them on DVD and then all of a sudden couple of years ago, she was just like, I can't do it. It gives me nightmares. I'm like, who are you? <laughs> Did we not spend my whole life together? Right. <laughs> What's going exactly. on here? You're the reason why. <laughs> You're the reason. Yeah. Well, Weird there, turn of events. Yeah. I'm, I don't know. I mean, there's some stuff like where it's, I'm not as eager to watch some of the really like the torture stuff mm-hmm. that I used to be into as a kid, you know, but I, a kid, you know, teenager. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, but now it's like, you know, I, I like more at least thoughtful stuff, you know, like the movie we watched today, obviously, you know, has some, you know, Topics. graphic. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Some, you know, uh, graphic scenes mm-hmm. and some, you know, twisted things. But I, there's like a, I don't know, a bigger conversation, not like hostile or saw where it's just right. like relentless, just like gore, porn. you know, even though I do, again, think that those movies have something to say, you mm-hmm. know, we can. <laughs> stitched together but over it's <laughs> like i just together. yeah exactly i just <laughs> yeah it's, it, i can see where sometimes you get older my mom said the same thing i mean she was a big fan of horror our whole life and then just something kind of switch where it's yeah. like i can't really watch that kind of the real real graphic stuff so i don't know if it just comes with age or i don't know my sister had kids maybe it's the grandkids maybe you know yeah. and maybe it makes I mean, it harder you know, i think like i think once you become a little bit more aware of things maybe going on in the world yeah that Mm -hmm. maybe it's just and it's just you don't want to turn to that in order to some people just don't turn to that in order to Mm -hmm. kind of uh turn it off but Mm -hmm. you know as we've talked about on the show many times yeah you know this idea of you know kind of releasing like social and cultural anxiety through viewing a film absolutely you know it seems it's it seems very logical to me that that it can go in either direction yeah, mm-hmm. that's I mean, and that's a good transition to to a little bit, you know, uh, another question just about like, you know, why horror? Like, why for you, or why yeah. do, you, or why for other people? Why do you think we? Uh, make I horror? don't know. Well, yeah, for me, it's uh, like I said, the only thing that I don't fall asleep watching. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but also, yeah, it's kind of an escapist thing while also presenting your fears in front of your face. It kind of makes you, while not necessarily confronting your real life issues and fears. Mm-hmm watching it on the screen then afterwards thinking about why was I so affected by this and why was it 
you know, hard for me to get through that scene. What about it, you know, Mm -hmm. in my life do I need to kind of take a look at and unpack a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. So Is there, do you mind mentioning like a film that it, it's all right if I've never seen it. So, because Josh has <laughs> probably seen it. The list, the list that he <laughs> the list hasn't is seen. It, I mean, yeah. like, not even just horror film. Like, right. I've never seen Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion, which yeah, apparently. Yeah, I saw that on <laughs> Facebook. I was like, are you. <laughs> I just love posting, like, I love posting the, like, arms up guy, uh, like, don't emoji. Don't get the joke. Yeah. Exactly. Don't get the joke. Never seen it. Oh, so um, sheltered. What is a film that, like, made you kind of question that? Like, made you think about, oh, why am I affected by this mm. and i mean obviously not one that's not the film we're discussing today and then and then like if there's do you happen to know what that means and mm. if you worked on it or you know i don't know i i guess because we were kind of just talking about unsane and i don't think you said you haven't seen it yet right? no Joshua. not yet yeah but um, yeah it's on the plan yeah. i will probably now watch it tonight yeah. <laughs> that will be so what i do a, when i mention it's like your absolute worst nightmare unfolding and it's kind of a turn of events in the film for me um was really hard to get through because it's not that it's horrific or you know gory and like you know the guy coming out of the lake with the chainsaw and stuff like that it was a conversation that two people were having in a padded room that really was like yeah, I'm uh I need to kind of let's let's take a moment here. <laughs> yeah. Um that was, you know, it hit a little close to home in mm-hmm. the context of what they were talking about. Um, and it was just kind of a relate. It could have been any kind of relationship talk that they were having, you know, on opposing sides. Someone wants to stay in the relationship and the other person is like, this is not healthy. And I was like, well, I didn't expect that from this film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was something recently, I guess that, yeah. um, I'm sure there's more. But. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good that's a good endorsement for Unsane. Yeah, yeah, no, I do. I do want to see it. I love love Claire Foy, so mm-hmm. I'm I'm very excited and I'm glad to hear. You know, I, I trust like you know your mm-hmm. opinion. You post lots of great stuff about horror. You know, or mm-hmm. we've had lots of good horror conversations. Yeah. So I definitely I want to see it. Although I mean, is it really a horror film? Would you call it that? Mm, it's psychological horror. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever see Gothica? Yeah. With Halle Berry, mm-hmm. is it like along like that kind of line? Like. Um, yeah, we get, I guess so. It's um, It doesn't get as gruesome until the last maybe five, ten minutes. Okay. It's not uh, blood and guts. Okay. It's in your head the, the entire time. Okay. Yeah, because I do. I really appreciate those kinds of movies, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I like a I like an asylum type movie. I, no, you know. I, that's what it's one of my least favorite scene, uh, least favorite seasons of American Horror Story for a reason because oh, that I whole plot it. line of it is just I can't <laughs> like. I, I, yeah. I can't because I already question a lot of things about like life in general. <laughs> I don't need to be like put in. <laughs> I don't need to be like, no, you want to be here. And I'm like, no, I don't want to be here. <laughs> yeah. This or maybe I do want to be here. So reminiscent of American Horror Story Asylum and that it, but it's a modern day take on it. So they like one of the guys gets a cell phone and like you're like, oh, wait, so we're not in the 1940s. Right. This could literally happen right now. And they do a lot of social commentary about the, you know, healthcare. Uh, system and everything too. oh cool. Really cool yeah well I'm looking forward to seeing that mm-hmm. um, any other uh, favorite movies you just want to toss out that you like that uh, you know that brought you to horror I never want to ask favorite because people always ask that of me like oh what's your favorite I'm like yeah. well pick a decade like because yeah, it's like yeah yeah like what, what, pick what a country what? Like, <laughs> right yeah. yeah I mean there's so much horror that I just I love and it's yeah it's, mm-hmm. it's hard to like definitely this one you know and because I'm so oversaturated with horror mm-hmm. and that 
I'm watching it. You know, if it's not horror, it's true crime. Yep. Um, <laughs> and uh, me and my friend Jessica, we are at least once a week going over to her house and eating way too much junk food and watching, you know, at least two or three horror movies. So I'm just, there's way too many. Oh my gosh. In my library. We have to get your friend Jessica over to oh, now. Yeah. She, she would love this. Is there um, anything that you return to? Um, yeah, oh, you know what? It This might be unpopular opinion, but I do return to paranormal activity oh. around Halloween every year. Okay. Um, it's just got that really slow, just like the first two, maybe three after that, they get really kind of muddy, but, um, really slow. You're looking for the, the scare yeah, and that's where they draw you in. I love that shit. No, I love paranormal activity. My name's in the credits. What did you do? I, it was like some yeah. kind of fan thing so they did where it's like if you promoted it by a certain time, they oh. would put your, you know, I don't remember exactly what it was. That's they, not true. He's lying. He fluffed I'm the ghost. Lying. We're going to have to pause Oh, yeah. yeah. That's exactly it. He, he fluffed the ghost. Yeah. That's what But it it's is. like there's like 10,000 <laughs> names. Like, you know, it just goes on oh, and yeah. on and on. You know, so you're like looking for, oh, there's my name. You know, so it doesn't really matter. But just a little piece of trivia that I participated in. I don't even know what it was. Something to do with it. And it was like, you know, for fan support, we'll put your name oh, in the credits. It's with five million other people. What a neat fun <laughs> But I fact. love that. I, I really enjoy uh, Paranormal Activity. Yeah. I thought it was great. I love a movie that's like low budget, mm-hmm. like the Blair Witch Project. Um, I, got, you know, I the just, to that. Yeah, yeah, that just, you know, blows up and mm-hmm. kind of hits the cultural consciousness. It's nice because it's like not everything has to be a, you know, $50 million, you know, production. Like yeah. you can, like horror is one of the things that you can really make something very effective with very little money, a few practical effects and you know, can be very effective. And, yeah. you know, that really paranormal activity proves that. Blair Witch proves it. What was the most, there was like another recent one. I'm trying to think that. That proved that? Yeah. No, know. we're living in the, the age of big budgets too, so, you know. Yeah. yeah, but people have so much access now with like just, you know, on yourself. People can, you can make yeah. a film on your computer, you know, at home. So it's like, it's kind of amazing. The, um, the possibility. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And I like the atmospheres of, of those movies too. Yeah, like it's nice for a rainy day to put paranormal activity on. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and then you're like, okay, now I got to watch the next one. Oh yeah. my God, what am I doing? <laughs> I just wasted five hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah. No, uh, yeah. I'm like that with the ring. I like to just throw the ring the on. The ring is another, um, like I had suggested to Joe when he asked me for a list and like just a couple that come to mind after giving it two minutes of thought, the ring was one on my list from an early age me and my friend were, I think my mom bought it on DVD or something. And we had heard so much of the hype around it when it was in theaters. And we're like, we got to watch this. We got to watch this. Uh, and my sister, she keeps coming back in here, um, was apparently in the asleep in her room. But I didn't know she was home when me and my friend were watching it. So she called the house from her phone, from her cell phone to, you know, at the end of the film that they watched in it. We were so scared. We were so scared. You were like, <gasps> seven days. No. Yeah. It was I ridiculous. love that so See, much. The ring <laughs> is wonderful. The ring yeah, is the first uh, horror film that I watched in theaters. Oh, you did see it in theaters. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I saw I it in theaters. Well, it's not the first one. But it's one the seen, first one I saw in yeah. theaters. And the only reason why is because my cousins wanted to go see a film and they wanted to see a film that. I, I, me and my younger sister are the youngest in our like cousins mm-hmm. po- in our cousins pool, yeah. so they needed to take us to something that was like technically appropriate for us too, and that happened to be The Ring at the time. Was it PG thirteen? I, I think so. Oh. I think it is. I don't, yeah, know. I don't think it's rated R. I watched The Ring and Bicentennial Man, not in the same <laughs> night, but with my cousins yeah. both times. Um, but yes, 
So <laughs> it's uh, quite an interesting combination I know, it's of like that and bicentennial. The ring and bicentennial, yeah. but like at different times. <laughs> yeah. Um, and were you, you, it's not what you signed up for. I mean, I was not ready. I was like, we're all going to die in seven days, everybody. Like, yeah, we, just we watched can't wait. it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, like, we watched it now. And then it was just like, I don't know. The thing I didn't like about it was that it just seems so bleak. And mm. see, like, when I watch horror films before I became, like, you know, Fright School mm-hmm. pupil, I, I love, like, zombie films. Okay. I like zombie films. I like some vampire films. I liked anything like that because um, that kind of stuff is like stuff that I can take, you know. Mm-hmm. But it just seemed a little bit further of a stretch for like zombies and vampires than it would for like the exactly. girl to come out of the well. Exactly. Okay. Well, oh, <laughs> I see what you did there. That was a read, Joshua. <laughs> Ashley just read me. I um, and I love it. I'm here for it. Okay. Um I, I feel like it maybe it was just it was they were trying to make it so real and I, my imagination was I see that's the thing is that I could I could watch a zombie film and think it would never happen mm. but you know a little girl killing me after watching a tape in seven days was a little too much for me a little bit of a stretch okay too real it's like the um <laughs> what is the whole the whole thing going around now like a mermaid can't be black. Oh yeah, With the Zendaya Little Mermaid thing. It's like that's we can be fish people underwater, talking to crabs, talking to seagulls, but we cannot. We can't be have a black color. One. Yeah, we they cannot, cannot be a person of color. That is not why they yeah, exactly. were not racist. <laughs> yeah, scientifically, <laughs> we can't impossible. be black. Oh, uh, the okay. Ring was rated PG thirteen, so that explains. Oh, that explains you why your parents let you go. I'm trying to remember because no, I must have been younger. I'm trying to remember if The Ring was the first movie that I had contacts. Because I went to the day I got my contacts, I went to see a horror movie, mm. and it was so nice because I had, didn't have to wear my glasses. I had, I had you know, felt awesome. like I was a regular seeing person. <laughs> you were um, inside. The I can't movie. remember if it was The Ring or if it, it might have been Jason X. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I would have given anything I to feel see like you a young. Remember the difference. <laughs> I know exactly. That's what I'm trying to remember because. <laughs> For a while, I mean, we went like every weekend, my group of friends, to see horror movies, oh, you know, because yeah. we'd That's... get high and then, you know, go in and watch some. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would give anything to see a picture of young Joshua as this young queer kid in Ohio oh, yeah. with glasses. Oh, yeah. I'll have to dig some up for you. <laughs> I've seen you in like your long hair, like, you know, you're in your twink realness. Oh, that's like, yes. When I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah on the yeah. bench. Or like none of, fence post none of my whatever. awkward phases. Yeah. No. Yeah, we keep that we keep that buried. I don't know. <laughs> That's nice. Um, all right, <laughs> great. I mean, these are all good films. I, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I like uh, I, I like all of those. <laughs> <laughs> They're all good ones. We approve. <laughs> have I earned my keep now? <laughs> you have. Cool. No, that uh, all right. Stay. So what we're gonna do right now is we're gonna take uh, a little pause for a little break. Hear from our friends at Horror Movie Night. And then uh, we'll be back to talk about American Mary. Okay. That's why I don't have sex. It's not because of my face or my general attitude towards human beings. The thing is that they don't refer to any of these things as murders, which is the most amazing part. It's always referred to as a disappearance. There's fucking blood filling the back of a truck. That was certainly nice of me, wasn't it, huh? Same set as Castle Street. Um, what? Is that really? No, but I would believe it, actually. That wouldn't shock me. I can't imagine that there's a ton of castles that Charles Band has at his disposal. <laughs> that frog is going to bang Roddy Piper. Nope, she's just one horny toad. 
Justin Lung just screamed that he's a fucking walrus for so long. He keeps yelling cuckoo-cachoo and shit. It's weird. <laughs> Join me and Matt as we discuss some of the worst of horror every week on the Horror Movie Night Podcast. Listen at HMNpodcast.com. Oh, man, we love those guys, Horror Movie Night. Yes. Big, big shout out to them and just love them, love them, love them. I will, you know, not to not to give anything away, but we might be getting to know them a lot better soon. Yes, very soon. We're, we we're, can't, we're cooking on something. We can't, we can't Ooh, confirm or deny it. Can't so. discuss too much yet. But oh, anyway, yeah. so we are back to Fright School. Uh, we have our special guest, Ashley, here, and we are going to discuss... American Mary. So, as always, we start with Joe's thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was not like inside. I was just kept thinking, I'm like, oh my god, I see a woman with like surgical gear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what the hell's going on? Um, I liked it. I liked it. Um, I liked it a reasonable amount. I was gonna say a lot, but I'm like, you didn't like it a lot. You liked it. A, All right, be honest. You liked it a decent amount. Um, okay. It had enough humor in it for me. It was a, it was it was dark enough and black enough in its comedy that mm-hmm. um, that I that it kept me going. And what was interesting to see was kind of like how she definitely has she definitely like there's a turn, there's a change in her that mm-hmm. gets her to where she, that eventually gets Mary, her to where she mean, is. Mary, you mean, played by Catherine Isabel. Yes, uh, there's a turn in her, but what was also interesting was that like, she's so consistent in her mm-hmm. portrayal of Mary from beginning to end. And I thought that was really, really cool because yeah. you get to a point where like, you know, she bec- she basically becomes this villain, but it seems still pretty on brand who she is. It's just now, now this is even the more true at, you, the more true expression her of her personality exactly yeah. her motives have changed and there's there's other things that have changed about her but it's, it was really cool so mm-hmm. yeah she has a very like a cold like controlled like there's you know these thoughts of like surgeons being like sociopathic in some ways you mm-hmm. know because you you know you have to really detach you know because the the movie's about you know a medical student who wants to be that's the titular mary who mm-hmm. wants to be a surgeon for our, our listeners who haven't seen the movie She's um an aspiring meredith gray yes there you go <laughs> And, um, you know, so she has, you know, there has to be this kind of divorcing, I think, a bit from humanity because, you know, you have to cut people open and, you know, do sometimes they die. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. 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 So there is. Or worse, they live. Oh, yeah. Got to talk to them afterwards. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, so I I, I agree with what you're saying. Like kind of she is very tightly kind of controlled through the the whole movie, even through you know this this shift that she has in motive i like that actually that's a good way good way to put it um so you what what made you pick this movie how did you first uh discover um, our little our little friend mary here <laughs> I and think, i don't mean joe uh she was on uh the movie was on netflix uh probably hmm. two years ago when mm-hmm. it, it was 2014 uh it was it originally out. yeah it came out in 2012 and I think, yeah, I remember it being on Netflix. Yeah, I was uh, just scrolling through one day, I think like a middle of the day on a Saturday with my friend. And we were like, oh, let's watch the preview of this. Oh, she looks familiar. She's from Ginger Snaps, right? Oh, I like that movie. Let's watch this. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> and um, yeah, not really what I, we were expecting. But uh, looking back, I only watched it the one time. Uh, the other night I was at my friend, another friend's house kind of scrolling through trying to pick out a movie 
and American Mary was up there and was like, I really enjoyed that movie. And she goes, yeah, I, I really liked it too. And then we just kind of moved on. <laughs> and that was ironically I this, liked it. the same night that um, Joe asked me to be on the podcast. He was like, so here's kind of the theme we're going with this year. Let me know if anything comes to mind. doesn't have to fit in this cookie cutter though. So, you know, just let me know. And I was like, how about American Mary? And he was like, how do you, is it your favorite? And I was like, oh. It's not my favorite. It but. just came to mind, and I, I think there's some talking points in there um, that I'd love to speak on. And what does Joshua think? <laughs> <laughs> and Joshua was all in on American. Mary. Oh yeah, no, I, I I like it too. Do you um do you take that uh, gamble a lot on Netflix? Because Netflix has like an mm. enormous horror yeah, so library, like, mm-hmm. and it's a lot of stuff that you're like, oh, never heard of this, or it's yeah. from some who knows where, you know. Take a lot of gambles, absolutely. Um. But uh, I was saying the other night that um, if if they don't let you watch a trailer, their chances of me moving on are like 90% higher. Okay. I'm not, not always going to commit 100% blindly to it just based on the synopsis. Um, Agree. I, I think yeah. that's fair. Yeah. Um, but I ha- I that one I, we watched the trailer for, so we were not completely blind in it. Um, but... Do I do that often? Yeah, I think so. Because sometimes my friend will, I'll just be like on my phone while she's picking out the movie. She'll go through, oh, yeah, we're going to watch this. And I start, I'm like, what's this called again? And I like tune in and I'm like, what are we watching? Zombievers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we've, we've done that one. <laughs> Zombievers. Um, Bad Ben recently. I took a gamble on. Have you guys heard of it? No. Uh, I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it. Was it worth it? Mm, the first one, I mean, looking back on it, it's. Oh, that's right. Because there's like three of them. There's four. Four. Oh, wow. <laughs> and they get worse. Um, and I've watched uh, three of them in the last week because i committed myself will you will you stop something if it's just completely mm-hmm. like okay yeah, yeah not the same way i won't fit uh, yeah I my big thing is dialogue if the dialogue is really badly written where mm-hmm. i can't even get behind it mm-hmm. i'm just like turn it off like yeah i can't um and also just the performance too if it's just such cheesy acting i know that sounds like really to do but I mean, like that. We're not. It's like you. You just have to have halfway decent dialogue mm-hmm. and like, like, like <laughs> with Your this film. Your premise can be crap, like Zombievers, and I'll like, I'll stick th- stick with it if your actors are like having a good time out there. You yeah. know. I feel like that's the same with a with with this film with American Mary. Like it's it. The dialogue was fine. Mm-hmm. The performances were. She gave a lot. She kills and it. She kills it, and everyone else is kind of like just trying not to just doesn't fuck it up too badly yeah but i think they have a lot to live up to next to her on screen that's true that's very true looking at her you're like okay no one else exists on this yeah you know especially once you get to the point where she like she's owning she's owning who she is and she's owning what her life is now Mm -hmm. and it's like yeah she there's you can't see anybody else yeah you only see her it's like when she walks in the room, everybody scurries away because exactly. she just dominates that hard. We know exactly who yeah. she is. And... Mm-hmm. So great, though. Well, her and I, well, I mean, I love Tristan Risk, who plays the Betty Boop altered oh, yeah. person. So in the film, um, you know, she's a med student, but she's not doing well financially. You know, obviously, uh, it costs a lot of money to become a doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she kind of falls into this like world of extreme body modification. And then she meets uh, this woman who Beatrice, who once mm-hmm. who has had herself surgically uh, changed to look enhanced. like Betty Boop, enhanced. Mm-hmm. 
uh, along with like having the voice and uh, you know all of her clothes are like red or black and white mm-hmm. you know she definitely she's fully committing to to her Betty boopness mm-hmm. um introduces her to a friend who wants to look as much like a Barbie doll as possible by having bits and pieces <laughs> moved and yeah. uh, <laughs> sealed off and so um I I really I like the Betty Boop character a lot her name's Tristan Risk. She doesn't actually look like that, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what else has she like done? A full prosthetic yeah, she's been in a... Um, I was looking... like a, She's very... You know, if you see what she actually looks like... Again, this is such a visual media, the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> she's beautiful. <laughs> a, a listener, dear listener, if you can look at, look look at her Tristan here. Tristan Risk. But yes, both, um, of the, both of the girls who are uh, enhanced are... Their faces don't move too much, yet they still portray such good character acting through that through all yeah that. for sure that yeah that's a really good point mm-hmm. yeah i i agree i agree i, I love um i, I enjoyed both both uh yeah. the ruby real ruby girl. real what was um, her i feel like the per- the performances were like right up there with like on the same level almost as like um a saw or a hostile mm-hmm. you know it's mm-hmm. just it's not anything it's nothing bad like mm-hmm. no one is though it's not anything that's so unforgivable writing wise or performance wise i mean it was definitely better than the human centipede like <laughs> <laughs> just quite yeah. a compliment yeah right. i mean <laughs> there we go it's definitely better. I like this scale that you have, uh, Joe. I'd like you to write this up, and yes. you know yeah. we'll use Joe's it to measure his future. Better than inside, better than human centipede. <laughs> okay. Hey, inside has great dialogue. What are you talking about? It's all in French. You don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I think there were definitely some moments in that though that were like, "Why is this scene? Why are they talking about this right now?" Yeah. <laughs> like, what is- What's um, the maybe, point? The the part towards the end where she picked it apart and analyzed it. I'm sure there's some underlying in all of it. I think the, the, for what? These girls, for which? For with the writers. Um, well, I was th- I was talking about like the um, the last scene with the club mob boss guy. What's his name? I can't remember. Oh yeah, um, um, Billy. Billy. Yeah, Billy, Billy yeah. and Mary when mm-hmm. he's talking about driving from Seattle to Los Angeles, and you're just like, what are they doing this? But then you kind of look back at it after the film, and you're like, okay. There was probably some more like I'm trying to make myself vulnerable to you, mm-hmm. and she's still just like I'll think about it. Yeah. Right. It's like oh, <laughs> but yeah. at the, in the moments you're kind of like, why are we still? Where is going on? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I think it's interesting because both like you know he has such a brutal existence as well because you know I mean he's running this club. You know, it's a strip club. He also has all his underground illegal dealing. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think it, he's sort of echoing in her, you know, when she sits down to say this does affect me, you know, after she kills the security guard and she's mm-hmm. been. Um, so, uh, again, in the movie, you know, there she's viciously um raped and so she gets revenge. But so she but she's just saying that it does affect her. And I think that. I guess in those scenes you're supposed to get that he's also affected by kidnapping some guy and beating him basically to death mm-hmm. along with all the other people that he harms daily and in, mm-hmm. in, in his business. Um, so maybe there's something there of like, you know, maybe we could quit all this and leave it behind and go run away to wherever. Yeah. Yeah. Sunny. Yeah. yeah. When it's like, probably not, you know, probably mm-hmm. the truth is that their lives would follow them. You know, oh yeah. The, and the, you know, and they like, there's probably some part of them that enjoys what they do as well. Oh, you know, I feel like with, I feel like with Billy, he, he's a person who is like, from the moment you meet him, you see this, this like empty vessel that's like numb to everything going on around mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. And whether it's a numbness that 
is that he has to have in order to continue to do the things that his livelihood depends on or if it's just a numbness um that is a result of doing that so either mm-hmm. one is one is a cause or one's a result but the the conversation with mary like when mary comes into his life that's when he starts to feel again that's when yeah. he starts to he he comes alive a little bit and everything is done in service of that so yeah you know and this in service of her and too. in service of her so yeah. even like i don't know i mean this is going to be a really this is going to be a really stretching uh really st- uh, big stretch of a um into the film but there's a scene towards the end where he's basically um he's like i think he's watching the tape from when their first encounter mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he's like getting the massage from her and mm-hmm. he he ends up having this fantasy where um, they're making out and then all of a sudden she like stabs him with a and, scalpel with a scalpel <laughs> and yeah. she's just you know like still like writhing around in a corner living for it and he's just like you know i'm sorry i'm sorry but at that point it's like okay now he is the one that was penetrated and can't get enough and mm-hmm. it was in that special way that only mary can do because mm-hmm. of what she does mm-hmm. i thought that was interesting to like think about that now where it's like you know now he he he's equating her with so much that he now only can feel if he's been like penetrated in that way mm-hmm. and it's a vile it's still a violation but it's like by someone who he has all of these feelings towards yeah yeah maybe it's just um again because he ha- leads such a vicious life you know to find a woman who's obviously unflinching like i mean he brought her down and it's like hey here's a guy with his eye torn out and like cuts it like can you help us and she's like sure you know i mean it doesn't exactly play out like so but i mean mm-hmm. quickly you know she just sort of you know compartmentalizes uh, yeah yeah and it, so yeah. there must be an attraction there to be like here's a woman that could probably live up yeah live this lifestyle with me yeah yeah exactly. doing it in lingerie probably helped though. right yeah yeah <laughs> absolutely yeah True. there's plenty of other like reasons it's so, like you know we're just, just we couldn't analyzing give her coat back. just digging mm-hmm. right yeah exactly. just give her her coat back yeah, like yeah no. <laughs> gonna make you cut into yeah. in your bustier thanks yeah uh so the movie you know the movie is directed by uh two women these uh written sisters and written and directed yeah. thank you yeah by uh, jen and sylvia soska soska i feel terrible <laughs> like i was kept soska. looking for a video of them like introducing themselves and i couldn't find it so i, I think it's soska s-o-s-k-a uh, these sort of devilish twins. They also appear in the movie as a uh, couple uh, clients of her extreme body modification. So I, I just find, I find it interesting because, um, you know, it's, I don't, well, maybe it's, I shouldn't necessarily find it interesting that, you know, two women have directed a, a horror film, but mm. it's always, I don't know. It's always an interesting perspective, especially one that is, I mean, this movie's very sexy, you know, mm-hmm. it still has that same so elements of a lot of horror films that people, often accused like oh male mm-hmm. artists being you know, male gaze yeah, yeah yeah males are writing these movies and it's about the subjugation and the mm-hmm. murder of women and yeah. you know the the torture of women and here you have you know the two woman. women are like well yeah. <laughs> also making and you know. your heroine in the movie is you know she turns around and extracts revenge on the people who tried to mm-hmm. you know yeah dominate her and sexualize her and everything absolutely yeah 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 so i just i I find it interesting in that way um so what are some uh what are some of the topics we want to dive into about this (laughs) um oh i will say real quick that um you know they had made another movie called a dead hooker in a trunk 
Oh is yeah, like I did you, read about that. That's too. all you need to know about that movie. That's what it is. But it, it, I wonder what it's about. I wonder. Yeah, if, I wonder right? what the storyline is going to be. Hmm. I think uh, they drive from Seattle to LA, right? With yeah, in their truck. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Billy's like, I see he broke her out, and it's just yeah. there in their trunk. But I like this uh, thing I found that talks about in in making that film. They learned a lot about like the film industry, and so mm-hmm. this movie they made because it it parallels the film industry in the ways that you know you meet a lot of people that seem very cool and they want to introduce you to stuff, but they're really sleazy and really gross and really mm-hmm. like aw- their awful experiences of trying to make legitimate you know mm-hmm. work um, with people who you know. Yeah. want to take advantage of them so i i, I don't i thought that was uh, i can see that in yeah the movie. there was this uh really interesting like dichotomy that we were seeing with the surgeon world how they're all you know surgeons are normal and that's the life that you want right this perfection and um on the underbelly of that they're having these awful sex torture parties and then the people who are in the body mod community who are seen as like subculture and you know also the guys that are running strip clubs they're actually like the decent human beings like billy ends up you know being kind of a uh, an okay guy when you come to it and then <laughs> Some, I mean, beatrice yeah. becomes like kind of her a only friend, friend and actually mm-hmm. cares about her and stuff and you know it's just weird that that mm-hmm. you know and no, they absolutely. never they never once misrepresented themselves mm-hmm. so they never once misrepresented themselves beatrice is also like super She's like, you know, she's going to put on her website like this is a, this is a whole community who's very yeah. upfront with her, compensated her. Mm-hmm. And it, it's interesting because it's like she still wants to be a part of like this legitimate world mm-hmm. when in actuality, that's actually a really interesting, um, a really interesting motivation to create the film. And it, I feel like maybe people who have made films or tried to get films made would see the the um the parallel between Mm -hmm. that where it's like oh i'm going to film school i want to make a film and that's her in med school yeah and then like you end up making porn but like (laughs) it ends up being the more the cleaner profession in many ways yeah yeah where you're just like this is you know regardless of how society sees me or my work Mm -hmm. i'm still a good person yeah um whereas you know they're idolized on the other side, you know, the big movie stars yeah. and everything like that. But they're also like, no, I, you know, will sleep with or do anything to get to the top. No. Yeah. Uh. Or use that power to, as we've seen, you know, coming out more and more to, you know, uh, take advantage of people who are trying to get in, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And no, and I like that parallel too. And, and, and uh, seeing, you're right. Like the body mod community, like, you know, they're a family, they're all taking care of each other. They're mm-hmm. helping each other realize their own, you know, dreams and their own expression, mm-hmm. you know, Beatrice, obviously, you know, she's trying to, you know, help her friend out so that she feels real, so mm-hmm. that she feels human. And I, I think that's a really, or not even human actually with her, but to feel to have her experience validated yeah. uh, through, you know, her physical appearance in this case. And I do, I, I, I think that's a very, very good point to make. Mm-hmm. See, you know, the horror, it just has so such wholesome... <laughs> <laughs> it has yeah. it's such a good uh, mo- uh moral to the story <laughs> um if i could go to um so the scene where mary so mary gets invited to um a party where there's all these surgeons and she takes it as an you know this uh opportunity to be um opportunity to you know uh, pad her resume yeah, and network, make, network make contacts yeah the the 
the one thing that I really liked from just a filmmaking perspective um, in in that whole scene um, was everything that was going on behind them, mm-hmm. like just yeah. the the beauty of stuff, and that's like that's just texture that you get. Um, mm-hmm that you that you get because you have to just pay attention to everything that's going on in the scene so yeah. you have people having a conversation but there's definitely some other focal points exactly so they're like you know they're having this conversation and then like behind them you see like an exchange of money and then like a girl going into another room and then when she is having her conversation with dr grant and um those men take that girl like to a kitchen like uh, putting mm-hmm. her down on the kitchen and start jerking off like that yeah. was all just it, it it was so um it made it was like i wish more films did that it was yeah. something that i hadn't seen um it hadn't seen in a while and it's also one of those moments where in a horror film where you're like don't go in the house right mm-hmm. like right. get out of get there, out of there you're girl. yelling at the screen get yeah. out of there get out of there like, he's in the closet don't Ex- you see him exactly like- don't you see him in the closet <laughs> so, no yeah, absolutely so it just like starts to build your you know as soon as she takes the drink that she was encouraged mm-hmm. to take and then they kind of yeah, like the anxiety co- hone of it. in on this like mounting like mm-hmm. something's not quite right but it's already too late like yeah. horrible oh right. my god and that gation so- was too much <laughs> that like i i'm I mean, reading him as a gay but like that little gation man was like i'm a motherfucker and i'm like oh yeah, cut, yeah cut, you cut, are because yeah, he cut, 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 brought cut. her the drink and he's helping like facilitate yeah, yeah the whole all, like giving everybody like this is the lobby or like the waiting area yeah like ew and the fun happens in the room <laughs> right like, yeah very yeah. gross but he's also like that you know that guy at the party who mm-hmm. like ha- ha- have to show you where the drinks are here's where this you know here's mm. where we're playing ddr and like yeah. <laughs> here's beer pong like right that, you know there's like that person everywhere every party you go to yes yeah. like, go away already are we dating ourselves that we've been to parties with ddr <laughs> yes <laughs> many it's fun josh it's called dance dance revolution oh okay no i didn't know what it was at first when you said dd and then you added the arc because at first i thought you meant like dungeons and dragons oh no no i don't think people play at parties like that we're talking like we're talking like ddr like you have like the home the home version of the game with the mat oh okay yeah 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 no i know what that is i've seen yeah yeah i'm gonna go to work on monday and just look at all the doctors with a questioning eye now i know it's like what are you up to in your off time (laughs) no i will not go to any parties i'm not going to any parties (laughs) with you i bring my own drinks (laughs) but yeah no i was thinking of like other films because you know once you know she is drugged and you know that it starts to unveil like Mm -hmm. you know what we're in it's so intense and it reminds me you know kind of of other um you know rape in like um irreversible the french film i don't know if, have you ever seen that Mm-mm. oh that's pretty good too you should you should look up irreversible okay. i mean it's it has like it's a lot harder to watch because it's like 12 12 and a half minutes oh. and it just goes on and on and on you're like okay because it's all it's kind of told in real time so uh-huh. but it, and it, it goes backwards so the movie opens with these guys they come in and they just beat the shit out of this guy and you're like what the fuck's going on and mm-hmm. then it reverses so that you find out kind of what happens and then is you know and then all the way back um but it's pretty intense to watch because it was very i I thought very intense to watch that scene in this movie um also like it reminded me of coven of madison's yeah in the in the very first episode yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. it reminded me a lot of that like the the close-ups of it and the way they shot in the lighting it's like it made me wonder if even her expression like her expression mary's expression during 
um, during and after is also very parallel to like Madison's whole expression the entire time it's yeah, happening. Yeah, something just shuts off in you that you're just like, okay, I, I, I'm not going to deal with these emotions yet because I actually have to get out of here and make sure that like, yeah, this guy that I'm just woke up to doesn't actually you know do anything yeah. else. The physical body yeah. needs to protect itself mm-hmm. before. Yeah, yeah. What I liked about the scene, though, it's really uncomfortable to watch, um, is that their clothes are on the whole time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and you don't actually see it you're just focusing on her face at one point you know? yeah but kind it's like a, you know what's happening yeah, yeah. just the yeah the whole circumstance and the sounds that you're hearing and then the, pulls yeah. out the handheld video camera and you're like okay gross like let's yeah, get this, this over is, with yeah yeah it was horrible we're all just like it's like so quiet in the room because like mm-hmm. you know the movie is very like darkly humorous so we're like laughing or commenting on other things and then it gets to that scene and there's like nothing like there's yeah. nothing funny obviously about it it's just very intense and we're all just sitting there like yeah, <laughs> like, yeah it's like a heaviness if you're like okay yeah well, like oh okay let's... because it's also what happens after that and then mm-hmm. and then yeah. like to couple that like after this and to couple like when she's like walking through her front door and she is walking like with more of this swagger you know yeah just like this she's she, decided you know yeah she has made a choice mm-hmm. and, and in that moment she has made a choice of what she's doing and um she flips the table of oh her yeah medical yeah, books and then books it like, like cuts to her walking into the club and being like i need you to do something for me for five thousand dollars now yeah like <laughs> and i loved how quick that all came oh, yeah. because mm-hmm. i was like you stay with it too. oh man i was like are we gonna have to wait the whole time to get like retribution I'm like no we won't have to wait that long at all yeah um but yeah the the and that whole scene with the torture like it's just with know, dr grant with like, dr so grant. he's her professor mm-hmm. and it's such like a dick to her the whole time, you know? So, I mean, it just, from it the get th- go. yeah. So yeah. there's like so much like wonderful vengeance in but that. She, you yeah. Know? She was almost like allured by it too, of like, he's this, you know, prestigious professor and yeah. surgeon and like, yeah, he's being awful to me, but like, it's just thickening my skin. Like, so that I can be, it's to make me better yeah, yeah. someday. And, um, so that's why she's still, so she doesn't have a guard up as still, mm-hmm. even when she, he comes up to talk to her at the party and, She's almost kind of flirtatious with him because she might get something, you know, good out of. Yeah. Maybe he won't pick on me as much anymore. And then when it turns out that he's just an evil, disgusting monster, she's like, "Okay, well, I don't need to go to medical school anymore. Okay, we're going to do that. Yeah. Like I'm going to go all in on this one thing and you're going to help me. And here's mm -hmm. how. And she's like, you still, you're still teaching me. Yeah. <laughs> oh like yeah. That was a great open. moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. love. Um. One thing I love is that you know she for Mary is that um the the character is great because she's full she has full agency over her body until she doesn't mm. and then and you know because she looks so in the beginning of the film she's on money troubles she looks through Craigslist and she's like okay well I'll do something sexual but I won't like actually have sex with people yeah. and 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 again and the thing is it's like you know sex work is work sex work is still labor it's yeah. still you know it's um it's like I, I, in many ways, I feel like it's an it's uh, one of the truer forms of labor because it's you using your like actual body as opposed to, you know, materials and things like it's it. And by saying like all I have is what I have on me and mm. my and, okay yeah I understand what you mean in, in that in yeah. that regard and it's um but like it's still labor it's still work and she cho- she's chosen this path to do that and then now she 
and and even then she's like okay i still want to do that because there's the respectability the respectability politics of being um of being like Mm -hmm. a surgeon and a doctor and um and then as she loses the agency over her body through her trauma Mm -hmm. um and regains it again by basically taking someone else's i mean you know well by helping other people uh take it take it back like that's an interesting yeah. thing that goes mm-hmm. on with this idea yeah. of, of bodies and what and the body politic and what that you know what that yeah. all in deals with i oh, took yeah. note of uh something that dr walsh had said and she even took note of it was like everything is excusable as long as the work is good so mm-hmm. as long as you're a good surgeon you can be a shit human being is basically what he was saying yeah and so she took that in another way and was like no i can you know cut people up and modify them as long as i'm doing a really good job like yeah at that and yeah. it makes them happy the work is good in that way mm-hmm. um i just thought that was and it ends up being fantastic no, that, yeah that mm-hmm. no that's a great yeah great observation mm-hmm. and very true you know it's she can save people's lives in different ways mm-hmm. you know i mean it's yeah. not like that type of surgery but yeah Mm -hmm. but i mean i think for a lot of the people in the film like they it is it is making them feel better all over all about who they are Mm -hmm. you know she is helping them she's the avenue you know for Mm -hmm. them to Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. self-actualization i guess (laughs) yeah and like the twins too they were like you know we're terrified of losing the thing that we're most connected to so we want to make sure that we're as connected to each other as possible yeah, um, the um, the the two. the Berlin twins. Yeah, the Berlin. The, <laughs> the, the cameo. Yeah. Yes, by yeah the writer directors they actually pop up in the movie because which I think they've done in other um, their their first movie too they like write in and star yeah. in. Yeah, they were just the best characters to write themselves for though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so creepy mm-hmm. and you know I wanted to see more because you know they they did all like they they showed like the work on them, mm-hmm. but then they never really unveiled it. Yeah, you know, they, they don't come back, and that's the only, that's the only thing that I like didn't like about them. I wanted to see them later, like yeah. healed with mm-hmm. their um, <laughs> their <laughs> horns and. It's interesting <laughs> though because um, Beatrice had said when she was trying to connect uh, Mary with the twins was this is your Sistine Chapel, so maybe it was also kind of like a we're not gonna get the reveal because yeah. the Sistine Chapel is supposed to be mm-hmm. you know, like sacred or whatever. Yeah. Um, we don't get to see it. Not everyone get just to gets see to see it. it. Yeah, not everyone gets to. So it's kind of nice that they didn't. Yeah. But they gave us the inspirational pick, and we're like, "What? Like, did she do all that?" Mm-hmm. And so I guess we'll all never know. We'll yeah. hmm. That's that's absolutely um, acceptable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just still, uh, you know, in seeing what she was doing to them, I'm like, "What's this all gonna look like?" You know, I mean, and I had seen it before, but I just, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. It just still frustrated me a little bit. I wanted to see them, but anyways, I, I, they're, they're just so cool. Just the, <laughs> their whole aesthetic, their, the whole yeah, thing yeah. with them. It's just like, oh, I love. They them. like move and sink and <laughs> yeah. kind of like uh. sexually attracted to each other and yeah, just kind yeah. Of this whole twin, twin cest, yeah. little twin cest, twin cest. <laughs> like a little much Siamese lesbian twins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Joe, you would ask me to write down Dr. Mangala. What was, what was your, <laughs> like he the was the doctor note. that helped her out in that surgery. Yeah. So in the, in the surgery, uh, with the twins, 
um, Mary needs an assistant, mm-hmm. uh, a talented assistant. So there's this guy that comes in and I, I think he's speaking German. Mm-hmm. He's saying something to her in German yeah. and then says the phrase Dr. Mengele. So Dr. Mengele is a right. Nazi doctor yeah. f- fra- who was responsible for a lot of the like experiment human oh. experimentation yeah. that they did on i think and Doctor, on twins in particular on twins in particular yeah, yeah. oh my um, goodness i think like I didn't uh dr arden from asylum yeah. is loosely based on dr mengala cool yeah well that's a fun little fact. yeah so i did yeah i just thought when i you know yes me right time i was like i wonder what the wonder what he wants to talk about nice that, connection you know? i just want i just i just heard like blood german 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 dr mengala german 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 mm-hmm. and i was like oh and then they didn't translate it and he says like okay good and <laughs> and then just moves on yeah. and she moves on well was she so was uh mary also german was her grandma german she's like speaking another um, language. hungarian i think hungarian. Yeah. she talks about going to budapest so oh okay yeah that makes so sense she's like um uh, like oh okay and i thought that was also interesting like she has like she talks to her grandma regularly she has like you know trying to make sure she doesn't worry mm-hmm. something that's still like connecting her to yeah. humanity. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. then she dies. Poor Nana. Yeah. yeah. Well, poor Nana. Which gives her permission then to further untether. You know? And she definitely does. I think she goes right to mm-hmm. the club, but she like her human side wanted to go and talk to Billy because her Nana just died. Mm-hmm. That was the first person she thought to reach out to. And he's in the club getting head from one of the dancers. And yeah. so she then tries to, scare the crap out of the dancer his line it, it's probably one of my favorites of the film where he says is like well you know these new girls don't have nearly you don't have don't bring in resumes like you or something oh, like yeah. that <laughs> and i was like oh god okay well it also makes you wonder like if was that something that was in for mary was in for as well yeah um if uh um if they didn't need like a surgeon right away right if, if yeah yeah if the events of the mm-hmm. of the film didn't happen the way that they do yeah it's interesting to see like you know how like with horror films that place such a premium that place such like a premium and a connection on main characters familial lives Mm -hmm. because it's like the moment this person the moment like the one family member they've been doing everything for dies it like gives it's the final permission they need to just completely as joshua said untether and and just go and go for broke um because uh, because and it's always interesting because like oftentimes you think that uh when people watch horror films they're thinking about like loner psychopaths mm-hmm. when in actuality uh, you know i mean what's the phrase uh the road to hell is paved with good intentions right mm-hmm. you know so it's always these people who are like doing it for these specific intentions that yeah. end up uh um that end up being Just like misguided exactly mm-hmm. and and some of the biggest monsters yeah, yeah. so I don't know. I thought that was I thought that was um, an interesting thing that she has like her just her grandma this you know her immigrant grandma on the phone. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Um. Very, very I wanted point. to ta- to ask you guys why do you think when the um, detective was at her house and she was gonna drug him and probably then start to torture him or you know perform some surgeries on him that she didn't. Well, I thought she realized he didn't have anything on her, and mm-hmm. that was the one thing. So, and I I don't think that she's totally coming from like like a psychopath like serial killer space no, yeah, you yeah. know to where but it's I think like oh, she i'm just saw, gonna kill like, okay he's 
you know, closing in on me. I got to take care of this and I know how to. Yeah. Um, so she was going. But I think when he admitted to not having seen her on a video and not having any really evidence that connects okay. her, I that's that's just my, what I'm guessing, you know, because she, she changes her mind and, mm-hmm. you know, because at first she's like, oh, fuck, he's closing in on me. Like, he knows shit. Yeah. Gonna have to get rid of him. And then he's like, no, you're not on anything. You know, I think she just... You know, realize like, oh, and then he ended up in Billy's hands. Yeah. But then Mm -hmm. and he's also just being like, you know, I mean, being a detective, being like a cop, like who knows, like really what he's thinking. But he is giving off like, a, you know, I think something really horrible happened to you and I think you're not talking about it. And I'm I'm sorry you're not. And I would like you to and I we can help you, but you have to help us. Yeah. There's a sincerity that I think she perceives in him that or wants to or wants to perceive in him. That's like, okay, well, you don't you are not like every guy that I've you know, you don't have this agenda like every guy I've come in contact Mm. with. Um, up till now has like yeah. you just you you're you seem sincere and at that point you know she you know i think that's why she stops mm-hmm. um but yeah because yeah, if you think about it like what dr grant dr walsh and then even billy to a certain extent has like some sort of ulterior motives just or mainly because he has that connection to that world but you have this one guy who is like this paragon of good um and when she believes it she buys into it that's when she stops mm. yeah yeah, that, I mean, that's just how I interpreted it, you know, because I was also thinking, like, what is she going to do? She's going to kill this guy. And then then what? Like, yeah, that's a detective. That's like, you can't, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it's one thing to kill, you know, some I also don't doctor. think she's a murderer. Like, she's not a murderer. Yeah, she's... she said it affected her when she mm-hmm. accidentally bashed in the security guard's head 50 times. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. She's lost it. And on then, him. you know, <laughs> eventually she ends up killing Grant um, or at least. She electrocute, electrocutes him, and I think we assume that he Yeah, dies, well, they make the comment about the two, you know, when yeah. she comes in. To talk to – I, I wrote this down because I thought it was kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, you know, she has this, like, sit-down chat with Lance, the henchman. I love that scene. Me too. Yeah. And I think it's so interesting because it's, like, one, in most, like, horror films, you have you, – you always – or lots of films, not even just horror films. Lots of films have, like, the stoic, quiet, gigantic – bodyguard the the number two that's Mm -hmm. going out and like yeah exactly Mm -hmm. yeah that's just fucking people up and doesn't say anything just does his job and that's it and Mm -hmm. so it was really a cute scene for her to sit down and be like are you doing all right you know like let me tell you about my mother getting murdered yeah here's a milkshake and i just thought that i you know i just wrote that down because i wanted to uh, never doubt that the work that you're doing is good mary as long as they deserved it yeah don't think another second about it that's so like i loved it yeah. I loved it. It's also like that's his justification for what it is that he's doing. Oh, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. it's and I feel like she needed to hear that in order for her to just continue to do what it is that she's doing. Yeah. I mean, and at the end of the day, like he's not he's not a bad guy. He brought her a milkshake right. and he brought her some food. <laughs> like Yeah. yeah he it's was just, there yeah. and Billy wasn't, you know. She called exactly. Billy first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just usually don't get that much like subtext or that much you know, you don't There's get the story a, of the yeah. henchmen. Like I wonder about them in the background, like what the you know. What's his thing? You know, what's mm-hmm. his deal? Yeah, it makes you look at him like uh, if you go on a second watch, you're like, oh, there's Lance. There he is again. Yeah. God, he was always there, wasn't he? Like, he's such a good guy, but he's like, he definitely kills but people. But he's so brutal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's doing what he thinks is right, and he passes that on to her. And it's just, yeah, it's just such a weird, bizarre moment in the mm-hmm. movie when she's like, oh, can we talk? Like, it's, it's just. It's like, can we talk? Yeah. yeah, and just just cute. Just I I just thought that was adorable with mm-hmm. his his little story, and then you know I mean very tragic about his mom, and you know I don't know it was just a 
a neat little uh, neat little scene. Yeah, <laughs> give some of those secondary characters a little bit of humanity too. Yeah, I like I like that. <laughs> kind of like Beatrice's cousin or ne- niece. Yeah. Yeah, her knees. Yeah, she's like, it's not going to snow for a very long time. <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> that was awesome. And he's like, it's not going to snow for a very long time. Yeah, so cute. You're like, God, I love it. Really and sure. then it's like, oh, she does look coked out. She did. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's the drug that she does. Okay. Well, and it's so funny, too, because like Beatrice, she's trying to be Betty Boop and be very like, you know, the way she talks and all that. And then she's like, fuck you. And yeah, like, she's like, darling, don't be a cunt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <That's> the best. <laughs> That's Betty Boop goals, everybody. Yeah, right. There you go. I, I remember. When, I remember that Betty Boop cartoon. Or when Mary comes out and they're like, and she's like, like she's just like yeah, she's, doing a line. She's like, oh hi, like hi dear. It's like no wonder she yeah. could keep up with that like happy high up there attitude. Seriously. <laughs> I need Coke to do that as well. Oh, like, do you, Joe? Glad yeah. that you put that out there. I on did the put that out there on the int- on the entry neck. Yes, I don't do I don't do hard drugs. No I don't drugs. do drugs. Right. I just ones that are not. I was gonna prescribed. say, Joe, you don't do drugs. Only I, drugs I, that I, I've been that trying to shove drugs up your nose. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> shove something else though. Yeah. Oh, you know. Right. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, blood and guts, and, uh, a, you know, woman cutting babies out with scissors. That's, that's the things I'm shoving up Joe's oh, nose. God. <laughs> It just is uh, a lot. That was that film was a lot. It is. It is a lot. It's all right. Um, we're gonna watch the American remake right after this. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> it's like Jeffrey's getting the chair ready to strap me into. Right. <laughs> um. All right. So, any other any other things we wanted to uh, cover in in, um, in Mary? I don't know. I guess. What would you guys think of it? The, the ultimate demise being the boyfriend or husband of uh, the Barbie doll. <laughs> Oh yeah, I I like that. I like the twist of that, and I mean, I was expecting something more to come because you know mm-hmm. they they show him come in and he makes that face, and you're like, uh oh, he's obviously not happy. Not happy about her wife. His and wife then it being just goes black, and you know, switches to another scene, and then nothing ever happens. So mm-hmm. I mean, it's sort of they put those little moments in there that you're like, oh okay, like it all kind of makes sense now of what these extra mm-hmm. little bits in the film are about, and I just didn't think that it would be kind of I guess a little anticlimactic. You're just like, oh, after all, like, she's, you know, the police are honing in on her. And it's just this rando dude, like, that's pissed. Come on. Really? Yeah. That's where I feel about I didn't it. think I didn't think Beatrice had to die either, but. Do you I, think she did die? I didn't think she died. I Beatrice just, I just beat her up really her. bad. Mm, I think that. There was blood, but. I feel like they had hinted that, like, she was on the way out. Mm. Maybe. They didn't show her die, so in horror movies, if you don't see somebody actually die, they're probably not dead. And even if you do see them die, they still might not they're be dead. They're still going to come out you of know, the lake. You never know. Yeah. yeah <laughs> going to come out of the lake. With a chainsaw. With a chainsaw. <laughs> and their mother's head in a bag, probably. Right. Uh, or your mother's head in a or bag. Or the extra skin <laughs> that Mary cut off of her. Down there, yeah, the down there, down there. (laughs) My God, and I just when he in my when you know the it has no and no like the thing I loved about it was like no words passed between the two of them. It was Mm -hmm. just all looks and Mm -hmm. like she undoes her thing, and then you see that she's like you know everything, Ruby, everything, Ruby's and everything smooth. I just kept thinking like, don't hit her. You can still do it in her butt. Like you can still put it in her butt. 
Um, or in her mouth. I'm not. Yeah, her mouth. It doesn't look I like mean, her face moves too that, much, though. That's yeah. not. I know that's not the point, but yeah, I was just saying. Yeah, well, you did say that she is still a sexual object even after the surgeries. Exactly. So, so and that's so fascinating because, like, her whole point of like, you know, why is it? Um, why does no one think like a doll is human? It's like, oh, because it doesn't like. Or look, it's not a sexual. Or not a sexual yeah, object because yeah. it doesn't look like it's not anatomically correct. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, but you still are like it's still sexual mm-hmm. because of it's now even maybe it's even more sexual because it's like what what are we not seeing like mm. now we want to see what you have underneath your robe because we know that it's different from what everyone else has yeah. and mm. we still want it and we still covet it in that way it's taboo like yeah. exactly so I don't know. I, the, I, it's that was a whole the, that whole reasoning about like I just want to be like one of my dolls or a doll or whatever. I just didn't buy it because mm-hmm. it's still very sexual. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just think she's trying to have her own agency, you know. And this is a way to it. I mean, yeah. I, I don't think she's necessarily saying that she didn't still want to be a sexual being. I don't know. I mean, I agree. It's very, it's, it's interesting territory. And I mean, there are people out there, you know, that are into that, you know, sort of like the doll stuff and, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and, you know, whatever, whatever, I mean, whatever, right. That's true. But then also people who dress up and want to be kind of like baby, like that, you know, so I don't know. We'd have to, maybe we can get somebody on that'll Mm -hmm. talk about it, but, uh, (laughs) (laughs) or search for analysis, you know, of, of, of that particular character. Which one of our friends likes fucking dolls? Will you come on? (laughs) Or doesn't, or doesn't, you know, Yeah, or wants to have their or genitalia is, removed, or, like, or is a doll. <laughs> Do you want to have your genitals removed? Please call us. We'd like to hear from you. <laughs> um, also, don't. don't. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, no, 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 no. But yeah, no, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, wasn't there a story recently about some dude that wanted to do that so he'd look more like a Ken doll or something? I, oh man, I feel like there was like there a, is like a something. There is a around. guy out there who like has had a bunch of plastic surgery in order to look like a Ken doll, like a real Ken doll. Yeah. Um, and it's just there's a girl too, and like it's not gonna age well. Russia or something. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Um. I don't it's know. just interesting that I just like, thought I don't want to be sexualized anymore, but it's like. But let's get this surgery and let me show you what's going on under here and how not sexual I am. I don't know. It just it doesn't track for me because mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like I feel like presenting. It's still a. It's still thinking about the the flesh in that way. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I, don't know, I was just trying to find that story. Oh, it's like. Oh, it's some like tattoo dude. He's had his penis ruined his look. So he had it removed oh, along man. with like nipples, testicles. Mm. I don't know. Anyways. All right. Do we have any thoughts on the body mod community? I mean, or is that even right for us to comment on since we're not? No, members? I don't have any. It's fascinating I mean. to me. That's my that's my thought. Yeah. It's fascinating. It's long, you know, played a role in horror. You know, I think of Hellraiser. I think Hellraiser yeah. and like the BDSM community definitely inspires, influences that. I think of the cell, mm-hmm. you know, the suspension, you know, people the, hang, do the that. They piercing. hang themselves, yeah, yeah, from hooks and it's like a transcendental like meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the your body like the endorphins and all the rush it, you know, that just creates this like out of body experience is what I hear. Or like you just transcend pain. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so that's influenced, you know, films and, you know, so I, I don't have any negative commentary. I think people do whatever you want to do. I don't care. I, I you know, it's pretty cool that the, uh, twins shined a light on it a little bit and yeah. actually brought people in from 
the community absolutely to be in mm-hmm. the film you know it wasn't all just special effects and makeup yeah and again portraying these people i mean the sisters played two pretty freaky characters but the majority of the people they don't they're just people trying to like live Express an authentic themselves. life mm-hmm. and that you're right your your point of you know and your point that um they don't lie to Mary. They don't try to manipulate her. They just come. They just bring cash and say, hey, please help me with this. Yeah. You know, like, I, I need you to do this. Yeah. And, I, yeah. You know, I, I think like, that's. Okay. Yeah. That's a great, you know, I, I don't know. You always see those memes going around of like, you know, punks with big mohawks and tons of tattoos and piercings doing like nice things for children. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, I think it kind of plays into that, you know, yeah. or it's just like what I was saying, like the whole subculture thing. Yeah. They're supposed to be, you know the scum of the earth and yeah look down upon polite they, society looks yeah, down yeah because they aren't you know what society thinks we should all be striving to look like the kardashians and whatnot mm, yeah. um but turns out you know who's the the good person that you want to sit beside at the end of the day like yeah. and have a conversation with yeah i know her like th- th- that's the only thing that kept annoying me about mary is like she didn't want to like hang out with beatrice i'm like beatrice seems really fun <laughs> right? like go get coffee with her like i would <laughs> sure you want to hang out i'll hang out with you fine yeah, for sure. sounds like you got tons of money that you're willing to spend on people like <laughs> and drugs <laughs> and drugs <laughs> and she just looked awesome and i love yeah. the whole thing and i just and she did so seem really sweet like, yeah this is me like i don't care if i'm annoying you i want to be your friend yeah <laughs> like, yeah and i just thought she seemed so sweet and so I was just like, oh, my gosh, girl. But, I mean, I, Mary's not that kind of person, clearly, yeah. you know, in the, in the movie. She's so she's so tight. Yeah, 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 she's tightly wound. So I just, um, you know, yeah, I, I, I appreciate that, that kind of, that that uh, mm-hmm. juxtaposition again with polite mm-hmm. society and the underground, the underworld, you know, kind of like with American Horror Story, yeah, the yeah, freak yeah. show, mm-hmm. you know, like that really drives home that point. Like we're, you know, the freaks are all family and good people and the normies are the mm-hmm. terrible people. And I mean, it's, you know, cliche. But the but, normal people have grosser secrets often. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. that's what that's what I think the film also does really well, too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah overall, that is that's that's the story that it's trying to tell. You know, I, I don't like that. You know, she dies in the end. I think it sucks. But. Um, then again, spoiler I mean, alert, we don't right. care. <laughs> you should you should have known. Spoilers but it's sort of martyred. Like she's almost like martyred. But I mean, it also makes sense that, you know, I mean, it's still like, you know, the in the, the security guard was really just doing his job and wanted to help. Mm-hmm. Doesn't know the story, you know, doesn't yeah. know what's going on. So yeah. it's like, I think, I mean, it's. I guess it makes sense in the overall like Faustian sort of deal that she's making that in the end, she did you have know, to sacrifice yeah, herself. something gets sacrificed, yeah. but Such I would have liked telling. to see more movies. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen, you know, American Mary go, you know, for more films. Global. So American right. Mary X. <laughs> Global Mary. Global yes. Mary. Global Mary. <laughs> International Mary. International Mary. Let's do it. Um, but um, overall, definitely. I enjoyed what they, what they brought up. Yeah. Lots, lots of good topics. Yeah. The final question I have mm-hmm. is not about <laughs> the film at all. Oh, go on. Um, so in a, in a recent episode, I talked about coming out as someone who loves rom-coms. <laughs> and Joshua said to me, he's like, well, you know, Joe, I feel like when people look at you, that like the fact that you like romantic comedies is not something that's like a stretch like you know unlike i feel like you just I think those of us who know you yeah. you're you know, pretty you, happy yeah. it's like you're pretty person. you look like a pretty you're happy bubbly. person you know yeah. bubbly and and i'm like well thank you now conversely i feel like with you <laughs> ashley 
I don't think that you automatically scream. I mean, like, Joshua is, like, pretty much leaned into, like, his 30-plus years of being a goth. So, <laughs> yeah, so like, I feel like it's not a stretch. I'm like a like, closet goth. <laughs> exactly. You're, I, and, you know, I mean, you, you wear bright colors and bold patterns. and Yeah, but I also dye my hair purple sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but, like, I feel that's, you know, that's just, that's, like, a fun side. So, oh, my sexual black and white dress is very cool because it's fun because it's like it's black and, and white obviously but it's got these nice happy flowers on yeah. it you know works. so i guess my question is is like what's what kind of responses do you get from people who like didn't know who don't know that you have mm. because now everyone's gonna know because oh, <laughs> now the world will know as a horror fanatic exactly so like how do you, what kind of responses have you gotten and what um i don't, I don't know. know like what is there anything that's just automatically like um as like a fellow, like as like a fellow single girl, is there like anything? <laughs> like, do, are you really open about it in the beginning? Yeah, or? definitely. I'm I'm very open about it. I'm okay. like, I don't like anything else. So if you don't like this, we're not gonna get along. <laughs> and then they're like, <laughs> I just feel like, wow, I don't know if you're in your Bumble profile. Like, it, you didn't look like you like horror films. Oh, I put it in my Tinder, my Bumble. Yeah. Like, go watch some horror films and drink some whiskey. Like, without well, that would be my yes! ideal first date. Yes. So, gentlemen out there. <laughs> <laughs> you like <laughs> you can find me on tinder and it's, bubble it's like you in the san diego area or international travel near coming yeah, near you travel around so just you know reach out to us <laughs> but no i guess it's a it's definitely it's not something i hide about mm-hmm. me but if you know strangers or first acquaintance type people are like so what do you like to do and i'm like i spend my weekends um in a dark room watching horror movies like that's that mm-hmm. is my ideal time well spent that is self-care for me and then they're like oh I'm, I'm yeah i'm like so do you like horror and they're like oh no it gives me bad dreams i'm like okay we're Bye. done here <laughs> yeah <laughs> moving on um but no i think for years i mean seriously ever since i was in middle school i'd say i've been pretty obsessed with it and i do enjoy the darker more morbid side of life mm-hmm. um and yeah, it's not something that you would guess about me, I guess. Joshua mm-hmm. is beaming. <laughs> I just no, love it. It's like, I do. He's like, I'm for uh, it. Joshua and I are co- always liking and commenting on things. That well, we you two are like Facebook. cut from the same cloth, but yeah. like in very, it's interesting how it comes out in people's identities, you know, mm-hmm. and how, and their expression of their, like their performance of life and their expression of their identity. Because like for me, it's, it's coming out a little bit more. Like I have some cool graphic tees and then. <laughs> Um, like you're not the living dead one you're wearing today the living dead one yeah um and I have Cindy Lauper on today, so it's like it's not that you know. I mean, it's a black T-shirt you can with be Cindy Lauper. Scary and queer, right? Exactly. You know, you, so it's like it's not today always. I'm, today you know. I'm like expressing my queerness and well, you, or my horrorness, and you're expressing and I, your yeah. queerness. You so it's like it doesn't always have to, you know. You definitely can. <laughs> we can all be, you know, we all have different sides. Yes, different strokes for different folks. I love it. Yes. Uh, well overall yeah this was a really really fun uh talk Uh, american mary is is great we highly recommended she should go out and see it thank you so much ashley for spending a nice little afternoon with us i love that you welcomed me in yeah, the little podcast world. This oh, is my, the first back. podcast I've ever been on. Oh wow! Oh, well, it won't it. be the last. You took my podcast virginity. Awesome, that's uh-huh. amazing. Hey, I'm glad <laughs> I we enjoyed could. it. <laughs> I doubt. De- yeah, we would definitely love to have you back. So thank uh, you guys think so of, much. Think yeah. of more movies Hope and um, and actually, you know, we plan to be watching American Horror Story. You know, this on fall. Wednesday. So yes, on Wednesday. So we'll see so. you in a couple days. Yeah, I'll so be we'll right see back you, here. So. 
you know, might have to have you jump in on some of the future episodes when to. we recap American Horror Story. So let's do it. All right. Well, thank you all very much for listening. As always, rate, subscribe, all of that, share, follow, social meds, blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good night, Joe. Good night, Joshua. <laughs> <laughs> Fright School is produced by Joshua Napier and Joe Farron. Our intro was edited by Davy Boy Productions. Our logo was designed by Jamie Channel Guzman. Episodes are edited and engineered by Joe Farron. Fright School is produced in terrifyingly beautiful San Diego, California. listening to the Geekscape Network.